0: Spartacus drew back his bloody sword high over his head. With all of his might, he swung it down and into the neck of his opponent. It sliced down too quickly to block and cut cleanly to the spine. He continued to hack and slash until the head came rolling free. The crowd roared in appreciation. Spartacus had heard that noise before. He had been a slave of the gladiatorial arena since he was a child. In the beginning... He had ran with water jugs to the fighters. As he grew, he watched how they fought, how they lived, and how they died. He had known no other life than that of a slave, until he had first stepped onto the sands of the arena as a gladiator. He had nearly died due to his inexperience with a sword, as was the intent, he was sure. He was simply a slave that was going to be used as fodder for a more experienced gladiator. An easy bout to warm up the crowd. On that day over ten years ago, everyone at the Colosseum had found out that Spartacus was not going to bow down without a fight. Tonight was no different, and he had won his battle easily. His unlucky opponent was an African tribesman that had been brought across the sea specifically to fight him. He was dark, and one of the tallest men that Spartacus had ever seen, at least until his head had been cut off. Now his bloody body lay crumpled in the sand, and the black warrior was just another corpse in the wake of Spartacus' rise. Spartacus stood with his arms raised, awash with the cheers of the crowd. This was the main event, and he was the victor again. It tasted sweeter than honey. He knew tonight the celebration would continue. The gladiatorial games were always a time for rejoicing in Rome, and after the spectacle he had put on, the festivities would be epic. Spartacus's eyes trailed over the crowd, and saw it had already begun for some of them as they celebrated. He saw flashes of bare skin, as some of the spectators had already given in to their lusts, and began to fuck each other in the midst of the crowd. They were uncaring of the fact that they could be seen by all, and Spartacus knew they probably were enjoying it more because they were on public display. Spartacus knew he would be getting his own reward tonight, a fine meal, and any of the slave women he chose to share his bed. Sometimes he picked two or three, depending on how much strength he had left after the battle. Taking his leave, Spartacus strode to the gate that had locked him in the arena. The two Roman soldiers who stood guarding it pulled off the chains that held it closed. The gate swung up and open, and without breaking his stride, Spartacus passed through and back in the Medico, where his wounds would be treated. A fat and dirty slave lay dead on the floor already, a victim from an earlier match. The slave tender clapped Spartacus on the shoulder. Well fought, he said, but let's take a look at that gash on your leg. Crassus the slave tender was the closest Spartacus would ever be to a doctor. His ministrations had gotten Spartacus through several nasty injuries suffered in the arena. He was gruff with the gladiators, but Spartacus knew it came with care and respect. Years ago, Crassus had fought in the arena, but injuries had cast him aside. He got under my guard. It was stupid of me, said Spartacus, wincing at Crassus's touch on the ragged cut on his leg. Just a scratch. You whine like a child, he replied, dusting the wound with a stinging powder. Jupiter's cock that burns! exclaimed Spartacus, grimacing at the pain. Next time, don't drop your guard when your opponent falls to his knees, Crassus admonished. Until his heart is torn from his chest, or his head is free from his shoulders, a man is still deadly. I have told you that before, if you'd but listen. I listen, old man. But when my sword is out, I lose my sense, Spartacus said. A female voice interrupted them. Spoken like any man, when his sword is free of his pants, he has no sense until it finds a home. Spartacus and Crassus turned to see a vision in soft silks. She was clearly a woman of noble birth. She was lithe, with golden hair that hung in soft curls nearly to her waist. Her hair was woven with strings of pure silver, which matched the silver bangles on her wrists and neck, and those... Glittered with emeralds and rubies. She wore a fortune in rare jewels and metal on her.